0: today we are talking about bitcoin versus crypto
1: and now here's
0: all right i am doing this sort of impromptu b- broadcast live for the listeners on the podcast um you'll be hearing this later today i don't know what today i don't know what today uh the, the date is i think it's 29th um so yeah you should be hearing it today but the main reason why i'm doing this is throughout the holiday season you got a chance to talk with some friends Family members, um, you know, and people who are avid listeners of the podcast. And, you know, uh, quite a few listeners listen to my podcast. And uh, specifically the ones I did it around this time last year about how to store your Bitcoin um, safely, why you should not keep it uh, on exchanges um, because of what's happening, you know, right now. Um, and I had one friend specifically asked me, Hey, you know, this crypto stuff makes me a bit nervous. And, and I was like, yeah, crypto makes me nervous as well too. He's like, but you, he said, like, but you, you talk about it so much. I said, nah, I said, go listen to my episodes. I'm a advocate of, or I, I, you know, I mentioned I own Bitcoin. Right. I was like, you can, heck, you can even see it in in the in the logo uh, of my podcast it's a it's a bitcoin sign not a crypto sign and what and, and the and you know those of you who listen understand the delineation but maybe new listeners or people that have listened or i understand people just confuse bitcoin or crypto because the media does as well but they're two like totally different things it's, it's like calling an iphone it's like combining iphones and smartphones no smartphones and iphones are totally different things like way different in 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 the, in the meaning uh, or or t- or saying like electric vehicles and tesla right the, the reality of it is like electric vehicles of the future but driving tesla and electric vehicles two different things right smartphones are they're going to be always other ones but there's a big difference between apple and others and the valuation right so when it comes to bitcoin like of course there's going to be crypto right because crypto is a New type of technology, but when it comes to what you want to own, you know, I've been a big advocate of of Bitcoin um, only in the current moment, right? Um, uh, for 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 what I'm seeing, right? And and again, I want to delineate that's not saying there will never be any future uh, crypto you want to own. As a matter of fact, I have a specific episode about NFTs where I talk about. NFTs being something I'm really excited about because of the ability to to invest in culture, the ability to finance uh, local businesses that you love and believe in, right? The ability to bet on uh, your your future athletes or current athletes or past athletes as a turn, which they already have. Um, NFTs into sort of, you know, digital uh, trading cards. That's an oversimplification. Um, but I don't want to. I don't want to go down that path. And so there are lots of opportunities coming. But but when I invest, I like to look for the big payoff while cutting cutting my risk. And so here's the thought process of why I really zone in on Bitcoin only in in the current uh, environment. So there there has never been a time to my recollection, where we have had a new technology where the technology completely went away. So when we invented airplanes, they stayed around. Automobiles, they stayed around. When we invented the internet, it stayed around. When we invented online commerce, it stayed around. Now, when those new inventions happens, there was something like the majority of the companies that rushed in, you know, went out of business. Um, and then there was like a couple of, or m- most cases, one major winner that won and so I'm aware of that template in my mind of new technology. And so you can go my podcast back to like 2017 or maybe at least my social media post of talking to people about, hey, um, you know, this this crypto uh, craze that everybody was in around this time 2017. I was like, this clearly looks like a blow off top. Uh, end of a end of an of a cycle. Uh, and it was really tough at least for me to understand uh, which crypto you want to own long term, which one's a long-term winner. Uh, and nobody else who I was talking to who was investing in it uh, could 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 tell me which one was the Apple or the Tesla or the bunch I you know either. And so you know, things played out a couple months later after debating with folks on Facebook. Uh, it crashed, dropped a lot, and I had to start reading up on everything. And, and I, you know, read up and found out, oh, Bitcoin was the original one. Okay, here's how protocols work. Uh, here's how the tech work. Here's how they're created. Here's how everything else. And then, and then I, and over a course of a you know couple of years of just patient study, I learned, oh, okay, so the application that bitcoin is solving for or the problem that bitcoin is uh really all these cryptos are solving for is um not having a central point of corruption in the money right so if you look at america when america was founded when we left the monarchy of uh, we but when americ you know when the american colonists left uh britain they were like hey like every other every other place had a crown had a king and we don't want a king because, like, when you have a king, if the king is bad, like, it messes it up for everybody. And that's one point of failure. So they're like, let's create this thing called democracy where it's, you know, a more free system. Right. And, you know, for all the woke folks, you know, I, don't, I'm, I use more free system for y'all, like more free than what it was. Um, uh, so democracies, you know, spread and they are a more freer system than living in a monarchy or a dictatorship, which is the same thing. And so that made life better for more people. So then, right, you fast forward and you go, all right, so that was pretty cool. Separated church to state was good. Giving more power to the people was good. Um, you know, even, even if you go even further, the printing press, which took the power out of the hands of a few people to educate only those who were selected, right, that opened up to the masses. And if you look at a chart of when the printing press was invented, to, to, to wealth across the world it's like an upward trajectory because you spread the uh, creative power among just a few. So then you go to money and you go all right, 2008 and all the other blowups that led to that were because we had a central point of failure in money, right So the the, the, the dollar is the global uh, currency for trade around the world. and we' you know I, I do believe that the people that run the system are doing the best they can. Um, with the information they have, right? Uh, in every situation, there's, you know, it's always going to be foul play when you have humans somewhere. But for net net, I think they did a relatively good job. But when you have a central point of failure, and everybody, you know, you got eight billion people around the world that are uh, reliant on that system for money to trade everything that we do, and that fails because of whatever reason, uh, that creates a problem, right? Because it's controlled by, it's ran and organized and managed by a few and so bitcoin was a solution to that to say hey you know why don't we have a monetary system that is decentralized that people can opt into or opt out of based on them placing their assets you know on the protocol right um and without going too nerd on you it's um in order for any major changes to happen in bitcoin You basically have to have 51% of the, you know, people, which are no runoffers, don't work, which just that's 51% of the people agree to make the changes. So so basically, it eliminates the central point of failure from a few people messing it up for all. Um, There's no like Bitcoin CEO. There's no, um, yeah, like there's no like you have all these other coins that have these leaders that can make changes based on them being the smartest people, you know, in, in the area and people believing in them. So it, it, it was a product that, um, that when you look through it, it is a basically, and this is, I'm going to credit this, to, I'm going to say it wrong, but Kathy Wood has the best saying it's a decentralized rules-based monetary system, uh, versus the current monetary system which is a centralized, you know, rules-based and we don't know the rules monetary system um and so that's what it was solving for forget about like your opinion of that whether you think it's right like put aside how you feel about right or wrong i'm saying there there's a big perceived problem and this solves for that problem for those that want to hold some of their assets in a system that couldn't be inflated away uh whenever a centralized system messes up um and so i was like oh that actually solves a problem a big problem and there's going to be people that especially tech oriented that want to get on it so and and then you and i read about the other coins and all the other coins that i read about um you know they had a central point of failure either like most of them had a leader a leadership team that can make changes you know at the you know at the whim right an example ethereum is the biggest one um and not, and not that any of these coins are, you know, uh, not going to be around. But for me, it's like, okay, you know, if I want a system that's going to be controlled by a few people at the top, like, this is why I keep dollars, right? This is why I keep money and, you know, dollars and dollar-based assets like stocks and bonds and all that kind of stuff. Like, that system is the best for a system where I want a central point of failure, right? Because it has a longer history right? I believe in the system. I like it. It's, it, you know, it works. It's, it's, it's you know, um, it has its quirks, but like it's working, you know, but the other problem, you know, having some money diversified in another system that doesn't have a central point of failure, like Bitcoin was the only thing I thought I did that, that had the uh, history of no changes and that had the network effect because network effect is big, right? Network effect is what makes Apple, Apple, right? The fact that, So many people had iPhones and then it integrated into different apps and app developers developed more apps for it and more people bought iPhones. And it was kind of a self-reinforcing cycle of of feedback loops of uh, people connecting into it. And it built this, I mean, Apple's like a country at this point, all the commerce and economy and people that use it. And so that, uh, you know, that uh, I saw the parallels of that happening uh, in Bitcoin and and bitcoin unique to not to, to crypto because again the rest of the crypto that I'd, that i've seen and i'm sure there's some small niche ones that people see that um are not like that but the, but the big ones the rest of them that i saw you know had leaders had ceos had people who can who can run it whether they call themselves that or not when you like dig deep into it and you do the work you realize oh this has a central point of failure and I'm just not comfortable putting my assets on a place of central point of failures. And, and since I understand how uh, wealthy investors think, because I work with them, right, and we possess a similar mindset, um, I understood once everybody does the work of what's what in crypto, which takes time, right? From an investment standpoint, you make the money when you do the work ahead of the crowd, right? When, when you do the work ahead of the crowd, right? If, if you say, what problem is this solving? Right. And then you go through the risks and then you weed out the ones that don't solve the problem. That still have the embedded risk. Right, then, And if you guess right, you're ahead of the crowd and then you just wait for everybody to figure it out, to do their calculations. And when and as they figuring it out, the value of what you have goes up and up over time. But in the interim, there's a lot of misunderstandings, which cause the fluctuations because everybody's like doing their work right every it's, it's like you know in class the person that was just that just got it in was the smartest wrapped up the test way ahead of everybody else right now they didn't get any rewards for that right because 100 was 100 no matter how long you take but it's an investment world if you do your work fast then you get to wait and um you know wait and appreciation as things play out here's another point that i think is important when i'm talking about bitcoin versus crypto. Um, because you know, my, the the risk manager in me was like, "Well, hey, what if this is the one time where crypto as an industry goes away? Right? Again, no technology has ever uh, gone backwards. But what if this is the one time where the technology completely goes away? Well, I'm like, well, what's the you know what's the last one to go away? It's going to be it's going to be Bitcoin, the most secure. Because if you talk to anybody in crypto, you know they will all say the base layer." quote unquote, safe asset is Bitcoin. It's the underlying layer for, for so much of the um, coins. And so it's going to be the last to go away, right? So it, you know, it solves the problem the best, but it's the least risky in the context of crypto. And, and then you say, okay, but also like, what's the upside? What's the upside on Bitcoin? Well, if Bitcoin is is is, is right and it becomes the baseline treasury asset for the digital world, then that's a hundred trillion dollar opportunity, right? Um, because you're comparing it to treasury bills, which are the base money for the current system. And you're not even factoring in like the growth of commerce over time, which is a whole other calculation, but let's just say a hundred trillion opportunity, you know, from current prices and actually it dropped more, but from current prices, I and mean, that puts it at, you know, man, that's a, it's, it's a lot more than a hundred x from where it is right now. Put it that way. I don't want to give a bad false number, but it's a lot more a hundred x from where it is right now, you know. Over an investing time frame, right? It depends on how long it takes for it to get there. But the point is, the opportunity is big, right? The opportunity is huge, and so I'm like, in my mind, I I had never seen an investment opportunity that had a hundred x upside opportunity uh, that was. Relatively low risk, you know. I'm talking about in the crypto space. Um, and it's also low risk in a sense, that, like I said, we, there hasn't been a technology that has completely gone away to my awareness. Um, and and it solved the problem, right? The best, right? It calls to people, it calls to the tech millionaires and billionaires that understand and are comfortable with technology, but also understand money and economics and freedom flocks to that because money always flocks to freedom i did an episode on that um, money you know freedom calls money and so that's why i put bitcoin in its own space bitcoin being separate from crypto um and so when you're looking at crypto i would segment all out you got bitcoin then you got the stable coins which is a separate asset class you have nfts which are separate asset classes you have the DeFi, you know separate asset classes when you're thinking about them break them all out right and look at and analyze them based on like their asset class and there's other asset classes being built um all the time but uh make sure you do the proper work before you take a look at this and then once you own it uh, once you buy whatever coin you buy i mentioned this in the beginning you know but i'm not a big advocate of keeping it on the exchange because of what you're what you see happen at uh, these companies that are are going under. Because keeping it on an exchange is like, is like at a bank, right? When you put your deposits in a bank, the bank lends your money out to businesses. And the difference between banks and crypto companies, banks have a lot of regulations on how much they can lend out. They have FDIC insurance. They got a lot of regulations in place. Crypto is the wild, wild west. So they can do whatever they want to do with your deposits. Um, um, and there's not a lot of regulation. Uh, which, which I'm personally comfortable with, low regulation, long as you, uh, because I'm going to do the work. Just so many investors didn't do the work and were intellectually lazy, and that cost them money. Which it should. That's what the free market does, right? And that's that's fine. That's that's the way capitalism works. Um, I hope folks don't cry, um, um, but you know, if some people who are politically connected lost some money I'm sure there'll be some cries and there'll be some sympathetic folks that listen that's just the nature of the beast um, but yeah just Bitcoins not crypto you do your work and if you do your work you you end up reducing your risk over time there's nothing promised ever right but but do the work and pay attention to the, to history and patterns and you will be a better more informed, Investor, until tomorrow.
1: And now, here's Philip.